the mysterious disappearance of a 30-year-old mother has captivated residents of central Pennsylvania for over three decades. With potential connections to other unsolved crimes, a history of allegations made by local residents, and no new information from the Attorney General's office since they took over the case in 2018, small-town theories, conspiracies, and suspicions continue to run rampant today. This is the cold case of Barbara Miller. About last night, a true crime podcast. Welcome back to About Last Night, and thank you for joining us for today's special episode. I'm your host, Anna Wiest, an advocate for justice, with Francis Scarcella, reporter from The Daily Item. In the last episode this past Wednesday, we talked about the various searches that occurred in 2017 with then-Sunbury Police Chief Tim Miller and his team. Today, we're bringing you information on another two searches that have never before been reported to the public by any other news source. One of these searches involves a suspect that we discussed briefly in the second episode, a man by the name of Harry Catherman. As a little recap on how Catherman would have been connected to Barbara Miller, police stated in a search warrant that Harry Catherman's name had come up several times throughout the investigation. Also, a confidential informant had stated that when Catherman was attempting to collect a drug debt, he had said that they better pay up or they would end up like Barbara Miller did in Kathy Reichenbach's basement. Now, way back in the Suspects episode, I believe the way that Francis and I kind of summed up this particular suspect was that we kind of thought he seemed guilty by association. He was kind of just involved with some of the parties in this case, and there wasn't any really specific evidence against him, in our opinion. However, based on some new information that I just became aware of, this suspect may be a little more suspicious than we initially thought. It turns out that after Tim Miller and his team conducted the various searches in 2017 of Kathy Reichenbach's home and Barbara Miller's home, they actually conducted a search of a pond that was right beside Harry Catherman's house. So around the time that police dug up the Milton home, they also conducted a search that was near the property of Harry Catherman. So Francis, go ahead and tell us a little bit about that. So we'd received word that there was going to be another search uh, going on around the time of the Milton home. And, uh, you know, we do what we do. And I was able to track down uh, police investigators uh, in the Lewisburg area uh, I was unsure of of exactly, you know, who lived in the area or was around there, but there was a uh, pond that was hidden kind of back in the woods, and I was able to finagle my way up to the top where uh, police were draining a pond that happened to be, when I asked, uh, near the home of one of the suspects. So I'm going to stop you for one second just to clear it up. This is not the pond that everybody knows about where the barrel was found. And we would have talked about that in the last episode when this is released, but this is not that same pond. This is a different pond. This was a different pond. Yeah, this was a pond in Lewisburg uh, and it was buried in the woods. Uh, like I said, I was able to 
track it down and get out there and uh, able to capture a couple of pictures of the pond itself. Now, I have no clue what came of the search. I have no clue if they found anything in that search. Uh, I wasn't there very long. Uh, obviously, as you could imagine, they were not thrilled to see the media show up when they were there. So, uh, but there was another search and the only thing that I got confirmed by officials is it had to do with the missing person case of Barbara Miller. And so this pond, if I, if I understand correctly, this pond was by the home of Harry Catherine. Yes. They said it was uh, near one of the suspects home. Uh, the only one that I was able to locate, uh, that lived in the Lewisburg area would have been that man at the time. And did they come into uh, contact with Harry Catherine during the search? Uh, I remember uh, somebody driving up really angry and loud, but I was not able to see who, what, or where. And I wouldn't, I honestly have not seen any uh, mug shots or any kind of uh, been able to identify anybody at that time. But there were some angry people that were around the scene at the time. I can say that. So how did they get permission to search that specific pond? Was it through a search warrant? I was it unable to find any search warrants. Uh, my understanding is there are still very, uh, there's several sealed search warrants that are, that are still sealed to this day. So uh, the courts are allowed to seal them every 30 days and there's plenty of search warrants that are still sealed. So we have no idea what led police to search this pond. I do not. I do not. I just know that, like I said, we got phone calls from the terrific citizens out there that always uh, help the media out and were able to track down Sunbury police in an area where Sunbury police wouldn't normally be. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Aside from this pond beside Catherman's house, there is another location that police investigated around this time that was not previously reported. So this is all around the same time. We have the dig of the Milton home. We have the re-investigation, them searching Barbara Miller's house again, the one on Penn Street. Then we have the pond with the barrel. And then we have this pond. And we also have another spot where uh, we were able to locate Sunbury Police thanks to, again, the terrific citizens out there who always help us out. Uh, it was... Uh, off of a side road in between Milton and Lewisburg and they actually had a crane there that was pulling various cement pieces out of the Susquehanna River. Uh, 
I didn't get very close. I was able to shoot a couple of pictures from there, but I asked and once again was not greeted with uh, uh, a warm welcome that we were there. Once again, Sunbury police were there uh, in a spot where Sunbury police would normally be. And the only thing I got out of that was that it was also uh, in connection to the case, but no further details were uh, given. Now that was on public property, so I'm not sure that there was any search warrants to that, but I wouldn't know because again, there's so many search warrants that are still sealed. And you have pictures of that as well, correct? We did, we were able to uh, capture some of the pictures. I mean, it you know, you take them for what, are, what, what they're worth. Uh, there's nothing really earth shattering that would have been any developments, but it's just kind of odd. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole thing was just kind of odd to us at the time. So, and if you head to our website, you'll actually be able to see these pictures. And it is kind of interesting just to look at what they're pulling out of this river because it really just looks like a cement tomb, honestly. <laughs> Which was, like I said, you know, you take it for what it's worth, but it just looked odd, right? To be pulling it out, and it could have been anything. I mean, I, you know, we. There's no accusations of anything other than that police were there. That's a fact. Police took something out of the river. That's a fact. And we just happened to uh, get lucky to be there. Thanks to Francis's stellar reporting skills, we actually have images and footage from a lot of the searches that we talked about this week in Wednesday's episode and this episode. So head to our website, harvproductionsllc.com to take a look at some of those images. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to listen in next week. We'll be back to our normal episode schedule. So tune in on Wednesday morning, We're going to be coming at you with a little different kind of episode. This is one that got me really fired up. We're going to be talking about some of the shady things that have gone on in the past 33 years involving this case. Produced by Harv Productions, LLC.